Garoppolo. Open McKinnon in for the touchdown. San Francisco. Green poster. We'll get the toss. And some pretty good space. Right away, San Francisco and Raheem Mostert. Are you kidding me? 80 yards all the way on the toss play. Garoppolo hitting out wide. That's Reed. And Reed trying to hurl his way in. Touchdown, San Francisco. Jones with pressure throws. set up with great field position on the fake coming back Ayuk's got him with blockers Ayuk makes a cut looking for the end zone and he's in touchdown San Francisco you are now listening to the faithful four podcast Welcome back to the Faithful Half of Four podcast. I have reclaimed my role as the host temporarily as Rohit and Andrew could not join us today. But me and Andrew, not Andrew, <clears throat> Adrian are here. It's, it's, it's the A's. Mixed up the A's. Yes, oh, yeah. I'm your host, Kobe Ransom. Joining me, Adrian. I know you were super excited to uh, record this episode. So what's going on, man? Hyped. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Um, in the process of moving, uh, going to get settled into the new place this weekend. Super, super stoked about it. So, yeah. All right. So, I think the last time we recorded was like how long ago? Like a month ago, maybe more. Uh, the Niners were a lot of things happened since the last time we recorded something. So, starting off with the the biggest thing that happened that happened after we recorded the last episode, which is like I said, I don't know how long ago, but. The Niners actually did it. They actually <laughs> traded up to pick number three, which is, in all likelihood, which Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have basically confirmed, is to get their franchise quarterback. And Adrian, mm-hmm. I know you've probably been sitting on some words for a long time. You've been you know, bugging us to really get this episode out, so I'll let you go first, yeah. man. When the trade goes down... How you feel? What are your thoughts? How are you feeling? Just, just go ahead and so, go ahead and walk through it. So I was actually sleeping then because I didn't have work. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna sleep in for a bit. So I slept in. I want to say until like afternoon because I was super tired the whole day. So I wake up and my phone's blowing up. Uh, Rofa texted the Discord. My brother, who's a Niners fan, blew, blew up my phone. I'm like, what the hell just happened? And so I I, I go to Twitter, type in 49ers, and I see. That not only did they trade up, it was the number three spot, which I did not expect. It, like if if they were to trade up, I would have guessed like six or seven. But the fact that it's a top three pick, it that, that shows how aggressive or how how much they want this guy is for them to be that aggressive and get their franchise quarterback. So I was super stoked about the move. Yeah, I'm sure. Almost anyone should be stoked that the Niners did trade up to pick three. But, yeah, I was at work. I saw Andrew in the group chat. He was, he was, his first words were what? I think it was like, oh, shit, or something like that. And I was like, scroll. I, what? I'm pretty sure he said, like, they actually did it or something like that. Yeah, I'm scrolling now. Um, this is great podcasting. I'm, I This is wonderful. But. He's, oh, he said, I'm freaking out. They did it. And I was like, did what? And he said, I'll give oh, you yeah. 20 seconds. And I said, oh, <laughs> shit. 
But that was like, that was like, and I checked it and I saw it. Not, and I first thing I checked was the name, and there was a verification check next to the name, <laughs> and there was. So then I proceeded to read the tweet, and I saw gave up 2022, 2023 first, and swapped at 12 and a three, traded the 2022 third, and I was like, bro, I almost shed tears. I almost shed tears because that's how much I did not think they were going to do it. That was oh. how much I was like, just for sure questioning questioning if they were really going to do something they hadn't done yet and mm-hmm. they did it and i was like i was just happy i was just ha- i would be, like at that point i didn't care who the pick was going to be i was just happy they did it because i didn't oh, think yeah. they were going to yeah so yeah that was that was how i felt about it i was like damn they actually and they came out it. of nowhere yeah just a random friday this is friday it's, it's 1 p.m eastern time i'm about to go on my break at work you know, and then I, that bombshell is coming across my phone. And I'm just like, what? They did what? Like, yeah, I think, I think I they it. caught everyone off guard. I think everyone was like, like, wow. Like, everyone had the same mindset. Like, wow, they actually did it. Because I, I had suggested it on one of our old podcasts. I did. A, I wrote an article about it. I, I suggested it numerous different times. Like, they should trade up to the top four, top five before the draft. Mm-hmm. I even mm-hmm. said before free agency. Because I didn't mm-hmm. think they were going to be able to keep everyone they kept without while keeping Garoppolo at the same time, but they did, and it's just it was perfect. It was like so far this off season, it's an A plus. I mean, I won't. I'll say A. I say I'll give an A plus if they draft who I think they're going to draft. But I'll say A for now, just because so far they've done everything you would have wanted them to do. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that John Lynch was able to still have nine draft picks this year. Well, when I mean, trading up to the three like spot, he won the trade. Is like very, very. He had impressive. nine before the trade. He still has nine now. Like, yeah, and you're, you're about to be like, a franchise quarterback. Like, bro, people are like, like fleece, fleece. I'm like, no. If anyone fleeced anyone, the Niners might fleece the the Dolphins if they get the pick right. Oh yeah, for sure. If like, as long as though I I know they're not gonna screw up the pick, obviously, because I I have like a good idea of who they want. So. Yeah, so moving on to what happens with Garoppolo now. And, you know, my opinion is I don't necessarily think if, if the pick is who I think it's going to be, and I guess we have to be secretive about it. I think it's going to be Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But if the pick is Fields, and if there's any chance that for some reason the Jets take Fields instead or Lawrence doesn't go number one and then maybe Wilson is sitting there at – number three, then it's probably Wilson. But if it's one of those two, I mean, I think personally they can beat out Garoppolo and camp. I don't think Garoppolo, and this isn't like, I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm not trying to be rude. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it how I see it. As far as the offense, they were running with him. As far as the offense, how it looked when he was gone versus when he was in, it didn't look much different. Honestly, mm-hmm. you could say that Beathard and Mullins had more I don't know if it was because they had more routes thrown up downfield or they just threw the ball downfield more often, but I think there was more downfield throws when Garoppolo wasn't in. But I personally, I just don't think Garoppolo does enough that it makes it hard for the rookie to beat him out in camp before week one. I think Justin Fields or Zach Wilson can come in day one and probably beat him out for that starting quarterback job, which means... 
for Garoppolo, number one, if Garoppolo gets benched at any point next season, whether it be before week one, whether it be during the regular season, I think his opportunities to start probably dwindle a bit because if he gets replaced by a rookie in other teams, or he might not start elsewhere. So this is almost like his last chance to try to secure a starting job before he gets shipped because we know what's going to happen eventually. Like, the Garoppolo departure, it's not a matter of if anymore. It's a matter of when. The move was made for a franchise quarterback. Like, at some point, you're going to get shipped. If the Niners can get some value for him, because I don't think it's a necessity to hold on to him. I don't think – I mean, this team was competitive with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. I think they uh-huh. can win games with Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. They won. So, it, along mm-hmm. with what they provide with their legs and, like, outside of the pocket and being able to extend plays and things of that nature – where Shanahan can do more, he can be more creative with his plays and kind of help to kind of shield the rookie from some situations. And I think Grop, I mean, I think Shanahan can design an offense where he can, because like he had Nick Mullins in his rookie year undrafted for agent, like up there with the names of Andrew Luck and Patrick Mahomes. I think Shanahan can probably design an offense for Justin Fields and Zach Wilson day one. Easily. That can have Easily. them succeed. Especially when you still have the talent you have. You still have Samuel. You still have Ayuk. You've got Kittle. You've got Mostert and Wilson. I mean, and and you brought back most of your defense. Your defense, as long as Ryan's isn't like a scrub of a defensive coordinator, your defense mm-hmm. should be pretty solid. I think there's a roster around the rookie where he doesn't have to do a whole lot. He just has to, mm-hmm. like, maybe two or three times a game be special. You know, extend the play with your legs or get out of the pocket and make something happen when nothing's there. And I think you get that. Which you don't versus what you don't get with Garoppolo, as well as there are a lot of, of throws that are schemed open, where you just make the read and you make the throw, and I don't think a rookie would have a hard time coming in and doing that. I personally, basically, what I'm saying is, a rookie can come in and contribute day one. I think if you were throwing Justin Herbert into onto last year's Niner team, they are most definitely in the playoffs. Oh yeah, for sure. And Justin Herbert was balling, man. Even I think if you started Joe Burrow, they would be in the playoffs. And he started week one with Cincinnati. So I, I don't mm-hmm. think you have to sit a rookie. If it's Fields or Wilson, I don't think you have to sit them at all. I think they're both ready to go. And at that point, if you can get value for Garoppolo, I know I, I don't think he's the mentor type. I don't think he's going to teach the rookie anything. You know. Yeah, especially that, if he's pissed off. Yeah, there's yeah, no way I he's going to want to teach I just think he, I think he would like, especially after what happened last offseason where they go to the Super Bowl and the Niners are looking at Tom Brady and, they, and they're, they're calling Tom Brady, seeing what's up. And apparently his name came up in trade talks with the with the Colts last year as well. Mm-hmm. And then now you see how they're doing them for this offseason where it's like, yeah, we expect him, we expect, we expect. And they trade up to number three. And his name is like the Niners are in every quarterback rumor. They're, they're looking at the Stafford, which Shanahan and Lynch kind of confirmed in their pot, in their, on their presser when mm-hmm. – they say when you see guys like Stafford and Watson available, they basically confirm they were in, you know, the running for Stafford and for Watson. When you see that coming out and you see all this interest in other quarterbacks, you see him looking at interest for Sam Darnold and interest in Mitchell Trubisky, Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco, um, Teddy Bridgewater at some point, like Gardner Minshew now. Like, you see all of that around you. Like, there's no way Garoppolo doesn't want out of there. I think if Garoppolo can get out of there, and I think – and now it's about compensation now because the Niners don't have to get rid of him, which gives them some leverage. Yeah. So we'll see mm-hmm. what the price ends up being. They say first-round pick per Albert Breer we saw today. I don't think that's true. I think if they get a yeah. second or two seconds, they probably take that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, yeah, I think the rookie can come in and play day one. I think Garoppolo 
his best chance to start is to go elsewhere and not stick around on this roster. I think he's done this in San Francisco. I think this deal probably gets done around the draft, if not maybe sometime a little bit afterwards. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I think it's more likely he's not on the team come training camp than he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think the same thing. I think what they're saying, like basically this whole thing with Garoppolo is like, oh yeah, he's your guy. We're not looking at any options. And then you look at reports saying Kyle Shanahan's not going to move on from Garoppolo unless there's a clear upgrade. And then you see the quarterbacks that come available like Stafford and Watson and the 49ers are showing interest. And that tells you something like we're obviously looking for an upgrade. And that not necessarily Kyle hates him. I think I think Kyle liked Jimmy for what he for what he was doing, especially in 2019. But like I think there's some points where they even said in the press conference like we knew at some point during this time here that we're gonna need a younger guy to come to come take the torch from him. Yeah, and also they kind of basically said like, hey, we can't have what happened in the last four years. We can't have our starting quarterback getting hurt as often as he did. Yeah. And so that also has you know some 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 um, effect on what the Niners are going with going forward. Yeah, and that's another reason why I don't think they're going to get a first-round pick. Not because Garoppolo's a bum, he's not a scrub, but the fact that he got paid $27 million and he's only played one full season with the team since 2017, this tells you that you, you can't trust the guy's health. I mean, I like I like Jimmy. I think he's a great locker room guy. He can, he can ball, he can ball. I mean, he showed in 2019. He showed a little bit in uh, 2020 versus the Jets and the Rams, but I, I'm i with the front office on, on this. I think this is a good move to get your franchise guy. And whatever rookie's behind him, uh, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure if the Niners keep Jimmy after the draft and to go into training camp, I want to bet that Kyle hopes the rookie wins the – the competition as, as, yeah. instead of Jimmy. Yeah, I think the biggest reason people will say that Jimmy Rappel will stay is like, well, you got to have somebody proven. You know, this roster is ready to win now. Like, you got to have somebody proven in case the rookie's not ready to go week one. And, you know, I understand that, and I'm not against that. Like, if they want to keep Garoppolo around to let the rookie sit for a little bit longer, maybe, maybe they just want to make sure that he really is ready to go before he's out there. We'll see. But they traded... Two first-rounders in the third form. I think the guy they're picking is a guy they truly believe in and a guy that they're going to want to play probably from day one. So yeah, we'll see how that pans out. I can can understand keeping Garoppolo. I'm not against keeping Garoppolo. I'm not saying at all costs get rid of him. But I think at this point, I think whoever comes in will probably be ready to go and can offer more than Garoppolo can. And I think you move Garoppolo for value now because his value will be down next season. And especially if he doesn't play. So... I think this offseason is probably the chance to move him. And I think there's a good chance they consider it. I know at the presser, they didn't really rule it out. You know, they were mm-hmm. like, hey, yeah, if we get an offer that we like, you know, we're open to it. And they said, like, it's like that for all our players. But, they, I mean, yeah. for a quarterback, it's different. Like, that's your quarterback. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, all right. on to the third topic. Uh, Kobe, you said who the, who you think the pick was. Uh 
Do you want to elaborate on why you think it's Justin Fields? Yeah, I mean, it's Justin Fields to me. I mean, the quarterback collective, you see Lawrence and Wilson, they're probably going to go one and two. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything Fields does that – I don't think there's anything that Lance does that Fields can't do. And so at that point, Fields is the more experienced. He's played in the harder comp- – he's played against harder competition. You've seen more from him. So why wouldn't Fields be the pick there at three? That's why I don't think – I understand, like, if, if – I understand the Josh Allen thing where it's like, well, we can't just look at this guy now. we got to think about what he can turn into. It's like, well, what does Lance do? I mean, I know Lance is taller. I don't think he's fast. He might be, and then as far as like strength and arm strength, I think it's pretty close. Maybe Lance the stronger arm by a little bit, but I don't see a whole lot more with Lance that I don't see with Fields already. So why wouldn't you take mm-hmm. the guy? And Shanahan's already familiar with him from the quarterback collective. Yeah. He's worked with him. He, a lot of his mechanics now are from what he learned at that training camp with Shanahan and a bunch of the other coaches. So mm-hmm. just to me, Fields feels like the pick there. I mean, you've seen more. He played in a better conference against better competition with probably a lesser roster than both Lawrence and Wilson had as far as, like, just, like, the talents of talent. I mean, obviously, he played against tougher talent than Wilson did, but as far as, like, Wilson's team, like, Ohio State's, Ohio State's offensive line, like, isn't good. Like, it's he gets clobbered often. Mm-hmm. He has to create often. If Honestly, like, if you were to swap Mac Jones and Justin Fields, like, and put them on, on, on you know, separate teams – like, Mac Jones wouldn't be a first-rounder. <laughs> like, that's just what yeah. it is. Like, Mac Jones wouldn't survive on the offensive line. He wouldn't be able to do with things that Justin Fields does. And that team wouldn't have been good. So, Justin Fields feels like the pick there at three. I think he's the no-brainer at three if Wilson and Lawrence are both off the board. That's the pick to me. Yeah. Uh, I think Justin Fields is a pick, too. No-brainer. Uh there, there's like too many things pointing at Justin Fields. Number one, the quarterback collective thing that everyone goes back to. You, you see Kyle and what a 17 year old Justin Fields working out together. Okay, you have that, and then you have Adam Peters, who is literally our top scout and the quarterback coach, going to Columbus for Justin Fields' first pro day, and then then you get off Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch go to Columbus the the day of. Mac Jones' pro day, like they, I think they left immediately after or something. I saw that on the report that they, they went to Columbus like right after Alabama. So there's like way too many things point point to it, and then literally like, like you said, uh, Justin Fields, great mobility, uh, great speed, great arm. He's tough. He's pro- he's a proven leader. Um, he just has grit. He's he just has that it factor. It's like it's like something about Justin Fields. Like, that's the guy. That's the guy I want on my team. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, it's just where to me. I don't, like no offense to Lance. Like, and Lance could turn out to be the best quarterback in the you know in the draft. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But it feels like people want him to go at three because they saw what happened to Josh Allen. I'm just like, well, what what are you not seeing in Fields that you see in Lance that makes you want Lance more? And it might just be just the numbers, you know, the fact that he threw had all the touchdowns he had in 2019 people. and no interceptions. You know, it could just be because of Josh Allen. People don't want to want to judge a player by who they play and what team they're on. They want to like, okay, this guy, and he does. He has everything. He has, you know, he has, you know, your height, your speed. He has the arm. You know, he's he's a quarterback first, and I know he has a lot of rushing yards, but I think he he knows how to play quarterback. But at the same mm-hmm. time. 
Fields is more proven. He's played against tougher competition on a bigger stage, and you see a lot of the same things, if not more, from Fields at times. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just Fields, as much as, you know, I would be okay with Lance at three, Fields feels like the pick if he's there. Yeah, and I like Trey Lance. I'm, I'm pretty high on him. I Like, literally, like, during the whole football season, I had Trey Lance fan in my, in my bio because I'm really a fan of Trey Lance. I don't think he's the pick because I think – I think it's Justin Fields, and here's why. Lance, and it's not his fault, he really doesn't have any experience. He only played one game this year, not his fault, and then, you know, he, I don't think he's had as much starts as Justin Fields. I think Lance has only started like 17 games or something like that. I have to look at it again. But, you know, he, no disrespect to Lance. Great, great mobility. He has a cannon of an arm. Uh, You know, and I think he has the potential to have the highest ceiling in the draft. At the same time, I mean, if you're looking at the ship out Jimmy anytime soon, I mean, Lance could take at least a year, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years to develop because how young he is. And that's why I think it's Justin Fields, man. Like, he has experience, leader. Like, it's like literally like everything you want in the quarter. Yeah, I mean, for Lance, I mean, some people say Lance could go, you know, right now. I think there's a good chance he probably could play, you know, day mm-hmm. one, year one, whatever. If you sit him, I mean, and the reason, the thing about sitting your quarterback, your rookie quarterback, and here's the thing, and this point, I, it's not my point, but I agree with it. I mean, it's interesting to think about. So, Splash Cousin, Jordan, on, on at Splash Cousin on Twitter, he brought up a point in one of the clubhouses I was in. We were just talking about, you know, the Niners trading up and everything, or mm-hmm. their press conference and whoever it was. And he brought up the point, like, what if the Chiefs had started Mahomes earlier? Like, did, Mah- did Mahomes need the entire first year to sit? Because we saw how good he was, you know, the second year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I-, I don't think all that was because he sat the whole entire year. Obviously, sitting and learning helped, but I think he probably could have. I mean, just – his play style and the way and the, the talent the Chiefs had and you know I think he could have succeeded pretty early so like if he had played earlier and it didn't sit him the entire year could they have made it further in the playoffs that year like well they had lost to the Titans in the first round you know that yeah. kind of thing like do these rookies really need to sit because we saw Justin Herbert on, on a bad team looked like looks the best like player Anthony Lynn yeah looked like the best player like looked like the second best quarterback in that division he, <laughs> like he broke the the rookie touchdown record yeah, like if if Mahomes wasn't in that division, there's a chance that he could have already been the best quarterback in that division. Like, mm-hmm. he produced better than Derek Carr. Obviously, we know he produced better than, than Drew Locke. Like, uh-huh. Justin Herbert already is the second best quarterback in that division in just one year. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. does Herbert, especially with the talent the Niners have, like, does Fields, even if Lance is the pick, does Lance need? You know, because, I, like I said, I just think Shanahan can develop a system, especially having their athleticism to, you know, to help with that. Like, mm-hmm. the ability to run re-option, the ability to do RPOs and just maybe cut the field in half for maybe for a little bit to let them learn the playbook and learn how to read defenses and everything. And then they still have their athletic ability to help them out whenever they get in trouble. Like, I just think – and then also, like, was watching the tape, there's, always, there's, like, open receivers running everywhere. And really, it's just, like – just find the open receiver. And yeah. when you have a quarterback who can stretch the field and the box isn't as stacked, the running game, as a result, will be more more efficient as well. 
and you'll have you know bigger rushing lanes for guys like Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. And just then you know, with the running game, then you have to play action. You get some easy passes that we've seen Justin Fields and Zach Wilson and Trey Lance be successful off of play action already in college. I think even Trey Lance could probably start day one, but I just will feel more comfortable with Justin Fields starting day one because we've seen more from him against better teams, against better competition. But yeah. at the same time, I just think that, I mean, if, if you're winning games with an undrafted free agent named Nick Mullins, you know, he had him in the same conversation as Andrew Luck and Patrick Mahomes after his rookie season. Like, well, okay, not after his rookie season, but after like what was like 14 starts, something like that. Just that was for like 14 starts, and he's like third for most passing yards, and like a quarterback within the first first 14 starts. Like, a lot of that's because of Shanahan and the system and what he does as a play caller. And I think he can do the same things with Fields and Lance, and they can learn while they're playing. So, yeah. and then we see like Garoppolo was still learning while he was playing, and we saw what Shanahan was, what Shanahan was able to do when Garoppolo wasn't even really throwing the ball much. Like. Yeah. The Vikings game, he shut him down in the second half, and they just ran it down their throat. The Green Bay game in the playoffs, he, ran, he only threw the ball eight times. Like, now as he went Super Bowl, it became a problem because he got one-dimensional. But, mm-hmm. I mean, still, I mean, I, I just think Shanahan can, can devise ways to have an efficient yeah. offense with a rookie starting day one. And I think this is what yeah. these guys can give you from the jump. Like, just, just the athleticism, the ability to extend plays, the ability to throw the ball further downfield with more efficiency. I just think that is more valuable than just keeping Garoppolo and sitting the rookie. Just it's like trying to make him because it just you have a higher ceiling if we start yeah. the guy out right away. I don't think there'll be a big drop off in terms of like even if he does struggle. I don't think he'll he's gonna be better than Mullins or Beathard yeah. day one. So a hundred percent. That's where I'm at with it. No matter whether it's Lance or Fields, I just think they can both come in and play pretty early. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and it. If they were the Citran Lens, I could see it being for like maybe like five, six games, and then if Jimmy's doing poorly, I wouldn't say like he would play poorly. But if he were, they'd be like, okay, Trey Lance, take uh, take the ropes, and I feel like Trey Lance could do that very well because he's a hell of an athlete. Like he, he's what I like. My God, I just like watching Trey Lance play. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're both, like, phenomenal. But, all right. So, you had the fourth point as press conference. I think we kind of already touched a lot of it. But I guess we can get in a couple of, uh, of comments. So, like we said, they're open to trading Garoppolo. The price is right. As far as, like, which quarterback Shanahan prefers, you know, he kind of shut that down, too, saying if he could pick his own guy, he would pick the fastest, strongest, you know, best quarterback yeah. he can, he can, you know, build in the lab. He's saying everyone wants the Patrick Mahomes type quarterback now. Like he's not saying like he hasn't limited himself to saying like no nah, I only want Kirk Cousins like quarterbacks. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, I know you have a whole rant you're gonna go on when we get to the guy we're talking I about. I have a whole but, rant for well, wait a second. Fucking Dan Orlowski and fucking Chris Sims. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so if you had any questions of whether or not it's were in on Stafford or in on Watson, they basically confirmed them during the press conference mm-hmm. by saying, like, hey, yeah, you know, we saw he, we saw he became available. We looked into that, you know. And all these, he was basically just saying, like, yeah, we were looking, you know, through a variety of options to try to find, you know, our guy. And it's funny because there were reports that Niners never offered a deal for Stafford. And 
Shanahan and the presser basically said, like, yeah, we, you know, we looked at Stafford and everything like that. So, that's interesting. So, basically, it's just like, if you didn't believe it, they were actually looking like they, regardless of, you know, how they had to go about it, they were looking for a way to upgrade quarterback at all costs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so... And I believe he said since January they were looking. Yeah, they've been looking for a long time, just looking at all their options. And I think now now that, you know, with the Watson thing going on, he's just being... That's a whole I don't mess. Know, I don't know what's going on over there. But, but yeah, I mean, you can't do a Watson trade anytime soon. This stuff could mm-hmm. go beyond the draft, in the training camp, who knows how long. I mean, it's up to like 21 different lawsuit cases now, and that's ridiculous. So, you, I mean, no team's going to touch him right now. He's stuck in Houston until that yeah. gets done. And then you saw, you know, Stafford got dealt, Wentz got dealt, which they were never in on, I don't think. There's never any reports of them being heavily interested yeah, in Yeah, they didn't mention Wentz at all. But, you know, Flacco got signed, Dalton got signed, Trubisky got signed. All these guys got signed. Darnold's still on the Jets. We don't know if they might trade for him still or not. Could he be on the table as a backup? Potentially, don't know. We don't know how much they yeah. want to stick around, stick with Rosen. Um, but, yeah, they were looking for ways to really to get in position to get a guy who can take them over the top. And if they couldn't, they're going to get their franchise quarterback to the draft. And that is what we're seeing now. If you didn't think they were looking for a quarterback that hard, you basically got they, proved wrong because they were. They they straight up said it. Yeah, we moved up to this pick for a quarterback. That's that's what they said. Yeah, they practically confirmed and, they're looking at a quarterback. Like if you think no, maybe and, it's for Pitts or maybe it's offensive line or it's like uh, no, Penisowell or for a quarterback. So quarterback, you don't you don't give up that much draft capital for a lineman or a, or a weapon. You trade it for a quarterback and. The whole thing, Kyle was just—he was very transparent. I'm like he's gonna be freaking cryptic again. I was like, oh, God, here we go. And he's like, No, we want a quarterback. And then um, he kind of gave it like a dead set away of what he wants in this draft. He wants that elite talent. Like the whole time, he was talking about dual threat quarterbacks, like Mahomes. He even brought up John Elway and all that. Especially Mahomes, he was like. Everybody wants a Patrick Mahomes, like someone who can threaten the defense with their legs, someone who has a, an absolute cannon for an arm. And someone brought up Kirk Cousins, and his face, he's like, oh, it's Kirk Cousins shit again. And and people are assuming that the pick is, I'm not going to say it yet uh, until we get to another topic, but people assume it's, it's him because... <clears throat> Everyone has the stereotypical thing that Kyle Shanahan, in order to play for Kyle Shanahan, you have to be an exact replica of Kirk Cousins or play similar to him or be Matt Ryan. Apparently that's what you have to do, but Kyle Shanahan is like, no, I want the biggest, fastest, strongest guy at quarterback who can who can threaten the defense. And I, that was the dead giveaway of Justin Fields for me. Or Trey Lance. Well, I think it's Justin Fields. He's... He's bigger. He he ran like what a four point four three or something like that. So it yesterday was 4-4 it was four four unofficially, but yeah, it was like, ridiculous. Like fast for a quarterback. I mean, not faster than Lamar Jackson, who I think ran like a four. He said he didn't run at his pro day or at a combine, but I think he when he did run, I think he said it was like a four three or something like that. But I mean, Lamar Jackson yeah. runs fast, so that's believable. Yeah. So. But yeah, like that's like you get an athlete at quarterback, like a straight yeah, athlete. He, you get you give up that draft capital to get an, an absolute athlete at quarterback. You don't get it. You don't get it for another Kirk Cousins. 
All right, so we uh final topic. I know you. This is the one thing I know you probably waiting to say. I, I even muted his name. To go off your chest. I muted his name on Twitter. I can't. I can't stand seeing. seeing All right, his name Adrian, on Mac Jones, go ahead. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I I'm gonna start off by saying none of this talk would have happened. I I guarantee it. None of this talk would have happened if Chris Sims would have kept his mouth shut. Kyle Shanahan didn't even say he's full of shit. I don't know if you saw that clip. Yeah, I did. He's Kyle like, Shanahan stop listening to him. Like, he's, yeah, it's like he's full of shit. If I told shit. him anything, he wouldn't say it. So I don't tell him anything. So he doesn't know what Shanahan So, means. So these Mac Jones rumors started. Okay, so Chris, if you guys don't know, Chris Sims and Kyle Shanahan are, are kind of tight. And when the 49ers made that move, I believe like a maybe like 30 minutes after, maybe like an hour after, I forgot, he tweeted that, oh yeah, they're going to take Mac Jones. And before before that, everyone had Mac Jones maybe going to like mid to late round in the first round, even sunk into the second round. And after Chris Sims had tweeted, oh yeah, Mac Jones, every, everyone uh, was like, oh yeah, Mac Jones is going to the Niners, Mac Jones is going to the Niners. And I, I really f- find it funny that after Kyle Shanahan's press conference that people still think it's Mac Jones. I'm like, there's some 49er fan, I'm going to say something a lot, that overreact like, oh my god, Mac Jones. No, if y'all had listened to this press conference, Kyle Shanahan blatantly said that he wants an athlete at quarterback. You're going in a, a, up against a division with Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford could even extend plays. Do you really think Kyle Shanahan's the guy that he's trying to replace? You you really think he's he's gonna want to replace him with the guy who plays kind of like him? Not really athletic, just stands there in the pocket. Absolutely not, absolutely not. He's not taking Mac Jones. Like, I can guarantee you, like, it's like. A two percent chance is Mac Jones, but it's not. And I see a lot of people making good points. Like, you don't give up this draft capital to take a Mac Jones. You take it to get one of the top prospects in the draft class. I I I even muted his freaking name on Twitter. I can't take it. I'm like, can y'all stop overreacting about Mac Jones? It's not happening. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just like that's that's the shade of hand of old. Like, if, if he was available in the 2017 draft, he might have taken him. But yeah, his mind's changed since then. His mind's changed. He's basically said his mind changed, you know, twice now. He said it after the Buffalo game where he's like looking at guys who can do, who can play quarterback and do more. Like he's mm-hmm. looking for guys who can do both. And yeah, Mac Jones isn't that. Like, no offense to Mac, he'll probably be a fine quarterback in this. I think he's going to be solid, but he's. Definitely but not at three. three pick. Not mm-hmm. at three. Don't trade. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't do this move for Mac Jones 100%. Like, And I was watching the roundtable that Jason Aponte had. And mm-hmm. Vish Kumran, who's respected people, you know. Vish is smart. I like Yeah, him. Vish is a smart guy. He said, you know, if he does have to be Kirk Cousins or Matt Ryan or Drew Brees, even if it's that, you think that's worth two or three first-round picks? And now it's like, ah. You know, would you trade two first-round picks for prime Matt Ryan? You know, you probably would have. You know, and I guess, you know, if it is Mac Jones that they really want it, then so be it. But at the same time, I, I just think, you know, times are changing. Every team is now looking for 
the next Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. Like, that's why you see Kyler Murray, who was, like, his height would have been a big concern back in the day. Now it doesn't matter because he's mobile and has an arm. He's, he's like, lightning fast. He's really fast. Like, he's mobile and and has an arm. So, like, and that's, like, what people really want now. People want people who can make plays outside the pocket and can make throws all all over Mm -hmm. the field. Yeah, and you, okay, let's, let's say you're Kyle Shanahan, right? So you're Kyle Shanahan. So you played mobile QBs since you got in the division, like Russell Wilson. I, I'm sorry, 49er fans. Russell Wilson has kicked their ass for the past, like, fucking God knows how long. And freaking, it's because of his mobility. He's able to, he's just a, a dual threat. He's like, he's like, okay, he, either he can just run it or, and he has an arm, so he can just bomb it downfield. And then Kyler Murray comes in the league. And of course he's in the NFC West. Then the Super Bowl comes around. I'm sorry to bring it up, by the way, but the Super Bowl, you hold Patrick Mahomes down to to ten points, but all of a sudden he he's becoming a threat with his with his mobility. Like you you just see him making all these plays outside the pocket, just launching it. Like, don't you think Kyle Shannon is, is like, yeah, it's time to. It's time for a change. It's time for a change, and the NFL is evolving towards this more mobile, mobile quarterback type type league where you would love your quarterback to to make moves outside the pocket. And like, um, I don't know if you saw that tweet from one of the QB collective coaches. I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, I forgot his last name, but his first name is Sage, and he's like. Yeah, they're not taking Mac Jones. Period. Yeah, but there's another there's another QB collective coach that said like, this was the plan. You know, when they had the QB collective to have to develop guys who can be drafted Speaking by about the coaches. QB collective. Did that, you see their recent tweet? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> like the QB collective, like 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 they don't teach these kids for no reason. There's not like they actually taught these kids, you know, about like the, the proper way to play quarterback and the fundamentals. And all that stuff. Like, you don't think Shanahan wants a guy that he and his coaches, like, like got to where he is, like, as far as mechan- mechanics and, like, just, like, how to be a quarterback and all that stuff. Like, he's, like, you know. You know, you just, you know what you're getting because you, you've seen the kid. You kind of helped get the kid to where he's at. And now you have a chance to draft him and continue to develop him. Like, it just makes sense, you know. It just makes sense for him to be the pick there. But, yeah, like, for Mac Jones, like, I, I'm not going to lie. I would hate it if that's who they got oh, at three. Like, I, I, I would hate it, but I would come <laughs> around to understand afterwards. But, like, for that, all the way up until about up. probably training camp, I'd probably be hot. Oh, I, and, and then if I saw Fields, if I saw Justin Fields lighting up somewhere else, and Zach Wilson lighting up somewhere else, I'd be and hot. stuck with <laughs> Mac Jones. I would not be. <laughs> and. Yeah. I'm not calling the Mac Jones a bum, but yeah, I don't, don't... want to. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that about yeah. him. But at the same time, it's like not at three, not at three. That's just especially. Not, I, don't I don't trade take... all that for Mac Jones. I don't. I, I don't take pro days. Like I don't look at them too seriously. But after Mac Jones's pro day, the, the second one, he he got, he kind of stunk it up. 
and you can see Kyle Shanahan's face is like, oh. Yeah, I mean, nah. it's, it's a pro day. Yeah. And, you know, the pro day is where you kind of expect everyone to look good, you know? I'm not going to yeah. put all my sock into a pro day. Like, he, he, yeah. ha- he does have – he does put a lot of good stuff on game film. And, like, in the games, that's when it matters. But – as far as his his physique, like why is he out of shape looking? Like, oh. like does he not work out when he should be? You know, I don't want to like question his work ethic, but I think if you want to question someone's work ethic, you could question his because of his body. And then also, you know, you can question like like how how are you looking bad? Just throwing in shorts and a t shirt with no defense. Like you're just throwing to guys you're used to throwing to. You know, like, you, sh- you yeah. should look good. And the fact that he struggled, was it because he was nervous? I know he got better later on. And he was hitting, like, he looked like Matt Jones towards the end. But early on, was it jitters? Or was it just because, you know, there may be a part of him that possibly isn't as good as people think he is? But yeah, either way, I just don't think you take him at three. And I even mm-hmm. see some people say after that pro day, they wouldn't even take him at 12, which I don't know if I agree with that. I think at 12, I, that's fine. It, if but... we were at 12 and all the, all the top prospects were gone, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he would have been the last I one left been, at 12. I, I he would have been, been the last one left at 12. Like, Lance, Fields, Wilson, Lawrence, I all be gone. I would have been okay with Mac Jones. I was even I was even uh, talking with my brother. I'm like, okay, we're at 12. I'm like, I know. I know he, uh, it's Alabama quarterback, but he looks he looks pretty decent, Mac Jones. He Solid quarterback. He's he's great versus the blitz, but the but the problem is you don't give up what you gave up for somebody who who's again n- not to hate in the kid. You don't give up that draft capital to draft someone who's not athletic. And Kyle I mean, Shanahan, just with the, the limited upside, like not even like just about like just the upside. He's like his upside is probably the lowest of the top five. You know, yeah. like his yeah. upside, like Lance, Wilson, Fields, Lawrence can all be much, much better than he, he can, can be great, best. man. Yeah, I don't think – and Jones could probably can be great, but not in the ways that because of the of what else they can do, not to the level of guys like Wilson, Fields, and, and people like that. Like it's just – there's just, you know, there's just that gap. It's just that gap. And it's, it's, an, it's a gap because of ability. And, you know, it's just, I guess it's what it is. But, yeah, he'll have to go to, you know, a team that has a good system, that has a good roster. Cause I don't think he can really – he'll be a guy who can really elevate you above what you're supposed to be. He can just take you to where your yeah. team can possibly go. And, and that that's why they made his trade. Do you want a quarterback that can elevate your, your playbook even more? Because we know Kyle Shanahan has his awesome playbook. Like, dude, like – Justin Fields in the system, it, we're gonna see some crazy ass shit with Justin Fields in the system. Yeah, you can toss in re-options like for real, for real, like not like the ones we saw with Beathard, where they kind of like just like trick people. But nah, like you can like legit throw in the threat of him running, and even if you don't want to, like still like he can extend plays and all that good stuff. And then like also like just you can call more plays downfield because these guys. They push the ball downfield. They're not guys who are looking to always take the check down or always looking to be safe with the football. No, they like taking chances downfield for yeah. the big play. So mm-hmm. you get that as well, and that's going to open up your playbook. It's going to, you know, open up the field for you, 
and you won't be having so many stacked boxes. And then imagine what the what happens with the run game when the box is in a stack with eight, nine guys and it's just regular seven. Like, oh man, like just and, and the potential the is 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 scary. And I think you know teams. This isn't what they want to see. It's just is it, Kyle Shanahan finally getting his guy and a guy who's going to be capable wants. of the things that Wilson and Fields can do. Because people are like, Matt Ryan is his guy. Well, Matt Ryan wasn't drafted by Kyle Matt Ryan, who was, was who was there. You know, he the only guy they really drafted that was, I Kirk, guess, Cousins was Kirk Cousins and CJ Beathard. That's and that was they, like, they and, that, and, that, and there was reports that that wasn't even really who they wanted. They wanted Russell Wilson in the fourth round, but he went third. He went second or third round, so they had to go with Kirk Cousins. So you can't even say that. It like Kirk yeah. Cousins was the handpick. They wanted Russell Wilson, and we see what Russell Wilson is. Yeah, and and people are like he loves Kirk Cousins. The way Kyle Shanahan was talking about Kirk Cousins yesterday, he's like, I only like I like him because he's a smart guy. He's a smart player. Yeah, he does love. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna negate that. Like he does love Kirk Cousins, but but at the he same doesn't time, love him he, he's, because he's, he's, that's he's not like that's not the style of quarterback he's going to limit himself to. Yeah, that's all it is. And the only reason why we've seen these pocket passes as quarterback is because these are the ones he's been handed to with. Like, yeah, in 2017, we could have drafted Mahomes and Watson. That, and John Lynch even said, that is going to haunt me. Do you really think John Lynch is going to make the same mistake by taking Mac fucking Jones over Justin Fields, who has a way higher ceiling than, like, after after what I've been seeing, like, like again, I don't take it too much into pro days, but literally, like Justin Fields was just flicking in out there. He, uh, you saw that uh, roll to the left and that sixty-five yard bomb down down the field, and you have Mac Jones standing still and freaking overthrowing and underthrowing passes. And I like I don't get why some Niner fans think we're gonna end up with Mac Jones. It's, it's literally just yes, Kirk Cousins. Like you can thank Kirk Cousins for this. Yeah, like, that you is could the think only Chris reason. Samson, that Kirk is Cousins. the only reason that Mac Jones is even being discussed. Like they're Considered. at pick three, guys. They don't have to limit themselves to Mac Jones. Like pick yeah. twelve, yeah, I get it. Pick three, nah. Yeah, you're taking an athlete at quarterback, and anyone with the brain at ESPN knows that we're taking Justin Fields. I, yeah, all yeah, all this. They're trying to hide it with the smoke screen. No, they're not. No, they're not. Kyle Shanahan said what he wanted already at the press conference. He he's already down in Columbus since what was it Tuesday? After he just dipped out of Mac Jones's pro day at, right after it was over, and a lot of people, I'm assuming, don't know this, but Peters makes a lot of the calls for draft day. If you didn't know that, uh, he drafted. He was a huge part in George Kittle. And this reminds me a lot of 2019 with the Quinlan, Quinnen Williams and Nick Bosa shit. And John Lynch went to go see Quinnen Williams and had dinner with him. You know who he's taking. And Adam Peters is in Ohio State with with Nick Bosa, who's the obvious pick. And who was the obvious pick for this year? It's Justin Fields or Trey Lance. And I think it's Justin Fields. Like people, a lot of Niner fans, y'all, y'all just need to put two and two together. You got the QB collective 
tweeting shit about Justin Fields every day. You got the coaches saying, yeah, they're not taking Mac Jones. Then you got the tweet from the day that, uh, God, I forgot how it was worded, but it was like, yeah, about the whole Justin Fields not meeting up with the Niners after his pro day. But if the 49ers are in contact with his agent for a while and trying to get a, a session in, it's pretty obvious who they want to pick. And, you know, they don't have to hide it because they're at three, and no one's going to jump above them to take Justin Fields. The only pe- pers- people that can take Justin Fields from them is the Jets. May- maybe the Jaguars, but Lawrence is obviously the number one quarterback in this draft, but literally, like... I have thoughts about that. I don't know. I wouldn't pencil him in as the best quarterback in this class. Oh, but... yeah, but, like, number one quarterback to be taken off the board. Yeah, he's going to be taken off think... the board. And I feel like, like a lot of that's because he's been, like, projected number one for the longest time. That At this point, teams would probably look stupid to pass on him for someone else. Mm-hmm. So, the, so mm-hmm. like, the Jaguars, like, it was like it was tank for Trevor during the season. There was yeah. talks like he'd be number one pick, like starting like the last college football season. So I think at this point, like team like the Jacksonville Jaguars, like no matter what they think of Wilson and Fields, we just take Lawrence because it's like, I mean at this point it looks stupid to not take him. So you know he, he's yeah. going to be the guy. Which I, I I know that sounds like a dumb reason to take a player, but I just I, what I've seen from Wilson and Fields, I I don't know if I think, Lawrence is. I think they the have best a, in the class. I think they have a higher ceiling than him. I don't want anybody coming from him. My head for for saying that, but I, think, I was watching. You know, I was watching the film. I was like trying to. I was trying to see. Okay, is, is he like leaps and bounds above Wilson and Fields? And I didn't see it. I was like, you know, I mean, yeah, he for his size, he's an athlete. He is. He can put the ball. You know, in, in tight windows. He's super accurate with the ball as far as throwing guys open, putting the ball in tight windows. And he's got a he's got a rocket arm. But at the same time, like Wilson tossed the ball downfield pretty good too. Justin Fields tossed the ball pretty good down the field too. They're both pretty accurate, you know. Like, I just I don't see Lawrence doing things that Wilson and Fields can't do, other than be taller. And for some reason, people like really tall quarterbacks at times. So I don't know. I mean, personally, I think Wilson's the best in the class. But and then from there, I think Fields and Lawrence would be a toss up for me. But. You know, yeah. I could be wrong. It's my first year really evaluating players, so maybe I just don't know what I'm looking at. But we'll see how it goes. And then also, he's going to Jacksonville. Wilson's probably going to New York, where they they got a new coach coming in. We'll see what Salah and Lafleur do with that offense. Well, really Lafleur because Salah's in the defense. But we'll see how the culture is down there, how the team looks, and then whoever goes to San Francisco, they're just getting dealt with the best hand. Like you yeah. got you got a Super Bowl ready roster with one of the best offensive play callers in NFL history. What it might be true to say that in the league right now, but yeah, yeah. Dude, like if if I'm Justin Fields at Trey Lance, I'm like holy shit, I'm about to play with Kyle Shanahan. I would be fucking stoked, <laughs> and I and I bet they are. And I know I know Justin Fields is excited to play in front of him at his pro day, and Kyle Shanahan said I'm excited to see him in person. And oh my god, this offense, Justin Fields. Oh man, it's gonna be so good. I I say give it two years, contenders again. Like a year or two. I, I don't know. I think they can do it right now. We'll see. I mean, hey, he can make history. 
you know, I know that have... the talk is, you know, no rookie quarterbacks ever had, you know, never but, been to the Super Bowl, but I mean, no rookie quarterback has ever had a roster in a situation. Yeah, I was that's just about to say that. Good. Now, I don't want to say this is the best possible roster situation a rookie quarterback has ever gone to. Maybe it's not, but it's definitely up there. I mean, this is a roster yeah, that contends like, for the Super Bowl. You, you look at, because people say, like, oh, like the QBs in the first shot never pan out. Hold up. I got his knees. Hold I'm, up. <coughs> God, it was stuck there bless, for a minute. I mean, a lot so. go to bad teams. Like, a lot of quarterbacks go yeah. to bad teams, bad organizations. It's the reason teams pick that high. The Niners shouldn't have picked three. They shouldn't. If Garoppolo was yeah. healthy, the team was healthy, they wouldn't be anywhere near this pick. Nowhere near it. And that's, yeah. that's why they're and, here, because of injuries. That's, that's the only reason why they even add that pick this high. And I bet you if an NFC team had that pick three, that, that third pick in the draft, let's say the Falcons they had it, they'll be like, hell no, I'm not letting you get a get your guy in my conference. And I shit, if I'm the rest of the NFC, especially the West, I'm like, fuck this. It's Justin Fields and Kyle Shanahan in the same video and it's, and it's like Dude they're they're, teasing they're, at they're, this they're, point. Apparently they're teasing at this point. <laughs> Dude, they're just they're not, they're not even hiding it. I mean, they keep talking about it. Like they keep saying, <laughs> like everything just points towards it happening. But you know, we'll see. All right, I think we got I through think everything. It's happening. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's happening too. But all right, we've got through everything. Um, it's been a minute since we talked on here, and you know, even if it's not all of us, I mean, we had to get an episode out at some point soon because a lot has happened. That it was the perfect time to get yeah. one out. You know, it's just a lot has happened that we have to discuss. Um, and really, we even touch all of it. Like we even touch any of the free agency moves or anything There's like way that. More. Really, just just the quarterbacks. But yeah, I mean, the Niners are going to get their franchise guy. And it's uh, crazy. I, I'm, I'm freaking excited. stoked. And then yeah, you can I see mean, Kyle and John. They were so hyped. Like this they're, is they're like so okay. So the Alex Smith thing, like that wasn't like I wasn't watching football then, so I couldn't even really care much. The Kaepernick thing kind of just like happened accidentally. I don't know how much they really wanted him to be the franchise oh, yeah. guy. Oh um, yeah. This is yeah, the, this is them getting their franchise guy. Like this is them getting Al- the guy. Alex Smith had an injury and then Colin Kaepernick just balled out of nowhere. They're like, yeah. what the fuck? And then and Harden, uh, not, I don't know why I said Harden first. Harbaugh is like, yeah, this this is our guy. I re- I remember watching it happen, and and I was kind of like. I was like in fifth grade at the time, so I was just starting to watch football a bit more. And my dad was a Niners fan, so that's how I got into being a Niners fan. But yeah, same here. And then I'm like, I asked my dad, I'm like, "Hey, why is why is Alex Smith not out there? Isn't isn't he coming back from uh from injury?" He's like, he's like, he's like, this guy is balling out. And what happened? Like, how can you move on from Kaepernick when he uh when he took you to a Super Bowl? <laughs> You know? Yeah, so that was like an accident. Like this now, now this is like the Niners legit getting their franchise guy like from the rip, and this is like my first time seeing it. So I am super excited to see them get you know a guy who can lead this franchise for 10, 15 years. Hopefully, I'm just hoping to get it right. And if they pick who yeah. I think they're going to pick, I think they will get it right. Yeah, I think Justin Fields is the right pick for them. Uh, Larry Kyle Shanahan has seen these kids' potential. At since he was in high school and he's going to get the opportunity to watch him up close for a second time with Peters and and, and the quarterback coach like, oh my god yeah it's Gangarella I, I, yeah. I, I'm so happy for Kyle man he, he's been through a lot he does he deserves his franchise guy let, let your 
Like well, I mean, it's his fault guy. he didn't have one, but yeah, they, they can yeah. right the wrongs here. They can like right that 2017, yeah, you can fault fault that on him. But I mean, it, I th- I felt like that Solomon Thomas pick was more on John Lynch because he's a Stanford guy. Solomon <laughs> Thomas was a Stanford guy. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, our boy Javi said, "Hey, Peters is the one who makes most of the draft calls," and Peters was in Columbus yesterday. So, I mean, all signs point to, to, to uh, that guy at Ohio State. So, and please that's don't do listen to us. Dan Orlovsky as yeah. well. He ran into the back of the end zone. He has his own problems. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to Chris Sims either. <laughs> listen to the, the coaches at Quarterback Collective and Kyle Shanahan himself. Do not listen to these bullshit reporters. Especially the, the CBS ones. They always have the weirdest shit for mock drafts. I mean, I mean, we're gonna see drafts all over the place. I mean, uh, mocks all over the place as far as like taking the, the Niners taking Jones or, or Lance. I, I mean, all whatever. the mocks I've seen so far have been a mix of Lance and Fields, mostly Fields. I've seen well, the Fields as it Lance, should be, but yeah. And the only ones I've seen with Mac Jones is fucking was that one at CBS. I'm like, yeah, this guy's bullshit. Yeah, so that's gonna do it for us. Uh, hopefully next time around. I hope we don't know when that would be. Hopefully it's not. I mean, really, we try to, you know, schedule at a time where we can all get together, which hasn't happened often for us since it's four of us and we're all pretty busy. But hopefully next time we get back on here. Hopefully it's not too far away, and hopefully it'll be all four of us. But thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Faithful Four podcast, and we will see you guys next time. Go Niners. Yep, go Niners. <laughs>